Hello once again, friends. It's Erico Blueberry and Unassuming Destiny podcast. My name is Chili Bin. It's Mackie. We are back. We've had another one of our longer than intended unplanned breaks. Uh, it started out with, hey, we're going to take a couple of weeks to go do packs, or at least a week. I think maybe we said two. I don't remember. It was a while ago. And then I got COVID from packs, uh, as did a lot of other people that I know. Uh, and then, I don't know, there was just some other life stuff. You and I got busy with work and I just went to Sydney for a conference. We almost whisked this week. Uh, but we're back. Uh, we're here again. We're going to catch up on all the stuff we've missed. Um, I haven't played a whole lot because of the sickness and the busyness. Um, but we'll get there. We'll get through there. We'll get through it. We'll get there. End of sentence. Um, what's been going on? <laughs> what is actually happening in the video game Destiny 2 right now? Because I haven't played uh, it in probably over a week. Mm. As we both stopped to take a drink. <laughs> Festival of the Lost. Yes. No, I did play that for a few hours the other night and was like, oh, yeah, these pumpkin-headed fucks. I remember this. Uh, except we now have the absolute pleasure, and I don't even say that sarcastically, I mean it, of Imaru having voice lines in this run. Yeah, I, th I think like I must have been a like... A lot of voice lines. I must have been, because I didn't notice any actual changes with how the event runs, Festival of the Lost becomes a, I'm going to have a podcast or some music or something on, so I wasn't really catching a lot of the voice lines. How are they? Very good. Um bullies the ever-loving shit out of you and i love it good there's a voice line before you you get all the pumpkin boys the the jack-o-lanterns the lewises um <laughs> and then you just before the boss loads in he says something like you forgot to change your mods didn't you Oh, and you're going in with that armor oh my god Ugh, like bullies you and the like first time i heard it breaking too the first time I heard it, I was like, wait, did I not change my mod? Like, <laughs> gaslit me for a second. Like, it, it kind of made me stop where I was like, wait, is this game now looking at my loadout and being like, this is not appropriate for what you're about to do, homie? Like, but it's just a voice line. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. I, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll go in there and I'll, I'll raw dog it. No, no music in the background, nothing. Just try and catch some Imaru heaters coming my way. That sounds that sounds fun. Um, so, I was checking notes earlier. Uh, our last episode was like twenty fourth or something of September. So it was had, a month ago. Yeah, yeah. I had to scroll back a bit in the, in the notes channel. Um, the last like where we left off, essentially story wise for the season, um, we'd done the first instance of the Imbaru engine, right? Mm -hmm. And then yep. the first week that we missed was the second and final iteration on that, um, which was a and pretty com much completely different, like, puzzle thing. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, well, you had to go and find another card that you, and then do the quest, and then that would allow you to, like, open the big doors at the back of the chamber 
and then you go into the other the other bit. Yes. Um, so yeah, where you have to kill a hive, and then the direction the hive is looking in is the next hive that you have to kill. Yeah, they're like the they're all inactive, like they're crouching down. They don't they don't get triggered by you. Yeah, doing they don't anything respond. Yeah, until you like damage one of them. Mm-hmm. And then the second room is you have to kill every second one. No, not quite. So I yeah. I ended up looking this up because I was like trying to work it out because like they're, they're all on plates that are pointing in a direction and you use some deep sight to work out where to start and you're basically like following the chain forward. Um, so the first one you have to kill is, an, is a hive knight and then that's pointing to another knight. And I had to look this up because I was getting so fucking frustrated just like trying to problem solve it. Um, if... If it points to a knight, kill the knight. If it points to a cursed thrall, skip one and kill that. Yeah, like, that's I, kind of, yeah. It was like you had to skip. I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but I remember you had to skip. Yeah, and there's like nothing about, usually when they do stuff like that, there's some clue in either the name they apply to those enemies or something in the room or in the like, the mission objective or whatever there was nothing so i was just like how am i supposed to work this out like i the fuck is this yeah uh and and so you start in like the central room and you follow the chain and then it like goes up a ramp and then over into one of those classic like big hive cylinder buildings and so you have to work out like okay they're all in there and i can't see them from where the knight is i just killed is it this one i have to kill and then that that was the bit that like took me a while to get right because like it went kill the knight over the wall to a cursed thrall, so then I had to go to the next one. But like it was the angle was hard to track as I jumped over the wall. Um but yeah, you kill, I don't know, like twenty of these dudes. And then I forget what the thing at the end was. That there's reveals, there's lore stuff. It was a month ago. Sue me. <laughs> Yeah, but it was fun. Mm. I got it done, and then I unlocked Harris Beck, Gutlooker. Yes, you did get that title. I was very proud to see that come through. I was like, she fucking did it. First seasonal title. It's very good. Um, It was, uh, I'm checking, uh, it was, yeah, almost two weeks after I had, uh, for the 10th time, Gilded Dredgen. (laughs) um i I didn't i didn't go and like go ham in like the first week or two of the season this time but i did basically pick a week where it was bonus points and i was just like i'm just gonna get it done this week i don't care um so now it's 10 out of 10 gilded dredgen uh come at me scrub lord we've we've been doing pretty good with titles because i got um iron lord again Yes, you did. You gilded that. Yeah. Little gremlin. Um, yeah. I Again, I can't let the streak die. I'm committed not. to the Iron Lord streak now too. Yeah. I, I The Iron Lord one annoys me because like all but one of them are super easy to get like within one or two weeks of the season without playing like an excessive amount of Iron Banner. But to get the one of like 
what is it the win 50 or whatever and it's like you get four percent per win or something um yeah that one always feels like a fucking grind takes so much longer than the other ones do that i'm like this doesn't feel good having having a complete ib build though makes it go a lot quicker i've noticed Mm. yeah but you you still like you're in a 6v6 unless you're like fire teaming up it's somewhat it's rough it was rough yeah i i gilded it at hour zero again it was like 8 p.m. the night before reset. <laughs> Isn't there still another week of it this season or no? I can't remember because they're already talking about the next season. So I feel like we're due to reset soon. Yeah. We've probably got like two, maybe three more weeks, right? Yeah. It's usually how it goes. Three-week event, one or two weeks after. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And then we find out whatever the fuck the next season is, but we'll get to that because there's tasty notes this week about that. Mm-hmm. Um, early on in this season, before we get to that, you had said, I really wish they make a tarot deck. And then... I did. Yeah, I'm right, right, right <laughs> as you're like, right as you finish, uh, basically in that last like week of the seasonal story stuff, they dropped it on the store and you've got to like do the 12 major arcana quest to unlock it. Uh, but you get like a little deck of cards and a little like bag and a little deck. I like want it box so hard. In. I want it so bad. It's so pretty and it's a wooden box. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's designed, it's designed so you can actually like display a card in the end of the box. Oh yeah. So it is. It's really pretty, they but are good. so broke. Well, and, and look, Take it from me, someone who has historically bought a lot of shit from that store and has stopped. That product is thirty US dollars. The shipping on that is going to be more like fifty or sixty, and that's an educated guess. I haven't verified that, but that's kind of the state that that store is in, and that's why I've basically stopped, except for st- stuff that is so expensive that the shipping is is um, justified. Is like, yeah. well, it's more that like it relative to the cost of the item is a little easier to swallow. I just, and it's so hard up my aesthetic too with the yeah. black and the gold. Yeah, I'm so annoyed. Yeah. I jump up for a second and turn my fan up because whatever is in this room that's stinging my eyes, hopefully yeah. my fan can dissipate it. Yeah. Blow that shit out of there. I think I found the culprit. Dust? No. So... While I was gone, mum used up all of my incense. Mm. So she replaced my incense. And I think I might be a little bit allergy to this one. There's yeah. something about it that's like burning the shit out of my eyes and the inside of my nose. Yeah, get that shit out of here. It's not my usual incense. So I've had to open the door and hopefully Sergey behaves because he's adjusting to his medication. And this is around the time that he... Goes on one for a little bit and then adjusting the medication his, kicks in. Adjusting to his medication and his new haircut. <laughs> Walking around like a little skinhead. Like a little rat boy. Yes. My um, rat king. <laughs> rat king. Yeah, so deck yes, of cards. Yes, cards. Sick as hell. So up my alley. Yes, the deck of whispers. Um, just. Oh, and you get a black and gold emblem when you buy them. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
gonna scream. <laughs> I'm gonna scream. Oh. I'm gonna piss. I'm gonna cry. They're all gonna happen at the same time. Kofi, my Kofi's linked in my Twitter bio. If anyone wants to get me the tech, <laughs> please. Um, cool. Now we're very quickly brought basically up to date. Um, so we're into Festival of the Lost. I don't know if they did this last year. We forgot year. to mention a very important law thing. Hang on, go on. What? The end of the season law. Oh, the fucking cutscene? Savathun oh. comes back and then Eris goes, ha, jokes. Fucking Gangster and then... Eats. Eats her. Well, what is She's- it? She's basically like... Because Eris serves and then she eats. It's ba- basically the doing the hype thing an of ally. Like consuming her, consuming Savathun to like get her knowledge and powers and all that, right? And then the sword own- logic in it. Yes, but then the way that the way that her plan comes to fruition to thwart uh, Zeborath is to choose. To not, not engage with her. Well, she says, like, I choose not to name this moment. Basically just saying, like, I, I'm just going to let this happen. It's not momentous. It's just a thing. And then we it's are not, a, not going to fight. It's not a spoil of war, mm. which is the kind of thing that Zivu thrives off. And I thought that was really clever. I think that's, it's like when you know, sorry, when you know the hive law, especially... Mm. Savathun and Zivu and and that whole, I guess, family and the sword logic, it's the logical thing Mm -hmm. for Eris to be like, I'm just not going to engage. Yeah. Because, you know, we engaged with Savathun's thing, sword logic, Mm -hmm. to get her up to power so that I could do this. Why would I then power Zivu? Yeah. We're trying to beat her. Why would I engage in the thing, the sword logic that empowers her? Yeah. And I was like, how did I miss that? My head, I was like, what a twist. And I was actually like, actually, no, law-wise, makes sense. Yeah. Eris is very smart. Yeah, but she's, but one thing she said was like, you know, in, in the act of doing that for a moment, she was the most powerful hive that has ever existed. Which terrified her. Yeah. Yeah, and so basically it ends with her like I saw we. Are you feeling sick? I saw we. Um Yeah, she basically, basically like does all that and then just like lets all of the hive shit leave her body, right? Like just goes back to being normal heiress, but it's just like a bit fucking naked. Yeah, she's <laughs> deeply traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> More yeah. than normal. Yeah. I just love uh, the moment where Savathun, like, more or less looks at Eris and goes, it looks good on you. Mm. And then Eris is like, thank you. But I was like, ha! Ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, Ganked. I'm, I'm like, I'm actually like, impressed is not the right word, but I really enjoyed the way that that resolved because it let Eris have... I don't know, control over her own outcomes in a way that it doesn't seem like... Autonomy. Well, yeah, but, like, it usually feels like she's being pulled forward by some hive bullshit or some big plan. 
And this is her like actually going, no, I'm going to actively choose not to do that and do this other much harder thing. Um, it's her denying the sword logic. Mm. Being the most powerful hive on earth and being like hive god. Let's be honest. She mm. was a hive god. Yeah. And then being like, no, I'm not going to follow the sword logic. Sorry. Good night. Yeah, this Bye. Is dumb. I'm going to go drink some tea. Yes. I love that bit. <laughs> I need some tea. Yeah. What was it? Silence and tea. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, it was just like. Yeah, she's usually just been like the weird little witch that sits in the corner and does a ritual every few seasons or so. And this one was like, no, she's fully, <laughs> fully like in charge of some, some shit here. The weird uh, little good. freak who, who says weird un, unhinged shit. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, it's uh, gains power of chaos. Oh, <laughs> chaos is my sword logic. Oh, <laughs> uh, what would my sword logic be? I don't know. Passive aggressive. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I, I, like I said, it's been basically a month since that stuff happened. I fully forgot about that cutscene, but like, man, that was a, that was one of the better cutscenes I think they've done in a minute. Also, like, more or less turning around to Zivu, uh, not Zivu, Imaru, and being like, You'll live for now. You're annoying as fuck, mm. so shut up. But, mm. like, we're keeping you alive. Yeah. Yeah, because the way that they've done this means that Savathun can't be brought back, right? Quite sure. Well, because Eris... They never really covered Eris that. basically, like, absorbed all her shit. Where, where does that go? Can she return it? <laughs> I saw <you. laughs> <laughs> I hope you get that all. Yeah, have, your queen. have this. Is your queen over? Uh, I made you a chug chug. This being one of the recurring jokes from our, our time together at PAX has just reminded me, and I can't believe I didn't mention this earlier, that you had our first actual fan interaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was an incredible... Shout out, K-Dog. It was an incredibly <laughs> cute story, but the funniest part... I'm gonna let you tell it because it doesn't make so, me look good. <laughs> um, <laughs> on one of the days, I had a coworker come up to me, very confused, and be like, "Mickey, there is someone here to see you," and I thought they meant a guest. Without getting too much into what we do, I assumed it was a guest or another coworker, and I turn around and it's this very lovely girl. And and they were like, I think they're a fan. They said something about being a fan. And I was like, someone's fucking with me. Like, I genuinely thought, like, maybe a mate from Twitter was being a bit of a dickhead. Mm. And, like, he'd, they'd seen me. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to make Mechie's life a bit of a living hell. Yeah, like, there, um, there's, like, six or seven different groups someone like that could have come from. Yeah. I'm friends with content creators as well who pull some bullshit. So I was anticipating to turn around and see like a content creator that I work with or that I know and be like, you're a dickhead. But it was a very lovely girl. And I walked up 
and she was like, um, I'm so sorry. Like she was geeking out, which was really weird to me. Um, and, (laughs) and I was just like, Hey, and she was like, yeah, I, I know you from like Twitter and your destiny podcast. And I, I kind of started laughing and I was like, Oh my God, this is so weird. Like I've never had this happen before. And she was like talking about how much she liked my energy. Shout out K-Dog. And all this stuff. And she was like, oh, it's just, you know, it's really, she said something about like, it's really nice to see a girl in the Destiny community and like someone who talks so passionately about Destiny. And then I casually went, you're so nice, gave her a hug. And then I was like, if you want, Chili Bin is just over there. He's a little bit busy, but I'm sure if you let him know where you're from, he'll like, he'll be more than happy to say hi. And she's more or less like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Oh, it's still funny. I love that story so much. <laughs> she very politely was just like, she wasn't just straight up like, oh, I'm good. She very politely more or less said, no, I'm good. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, I just, I like your content and your Twitter more. <laughs> Something like that. Like hey. very gently, like let you down. No, I, I, I don't feel bad about that at all. <laughs> she gave me a funny. hug. And then she thanked me for hanging out and apparently was like, thank you for being so cool. And I was like, I don't know what about my energy would give off that I wouldn't, unless you're a dickhead, like unless you're some dickhead crying about numbers on, on Twitter about destiny too. Like I nice to everyone (laughs) until I'm not, (laughs) I'm a nice guy until I'm not the words of enter Shikari. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's so funny just for me to be like, Chili's over there if you want to go talk to him and her yeah. more or less be like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm actually going to go this way. <laughs> Complete opposite direction. <laughs> but it makes sense. I mean, if you're a girl and a girl fan of something and there's a female content creator yeah. in a collab, you're probably more inclined to go say hi to the, the girl, if the girl in content creating or non-male makes you feel safe within the community. Yeah. Like I said, I am I am so un- funny I am unbothered by that that situation. And it's immensely the fact, funny. The fact the fact for a little bit you thought I was memeing until the person who came up to me to tell me the person was there was like, no, like it happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you thought I was fucking with you? Yeah, because it just like you said, has never happened to either of us before. And quite frankly, we're still fairly small, you know, numbers I mean, wise, audience wise. Our biggest video is the showcase reaction. Mm. And even then, that's 2K views. Yeah. We average between 50 to 100, depending on what the episode is. So for someone to be like, hey, I recognize you from this piece of content you make. Yes. And being a loudmouth on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's good to celebrate those moments. Yeah, which is why I wanted you to tell that story again. <laughs> the not, two things it's not really I'm celebrating known, anything for me. <laughs> the two things people came up to me about at PAX: one person about this podcast, and a few people in the Australian community who came up to thank me for being really loud on Twitter about predators. <laughs> I love that. Being a loudmouth bitch on the internet pays off sometimes. Yes. 
Yes, it does. It does have its <laughs> perks. Um, anyway, let's go back to Destiny for a moment. Um, Festival of the Lost. I don't know if this was a thing last year, but in the screen where you can focus the engrams, the title at the top of the page is Hocus Focusing, and I love it. Um, I think I went back and read a couple of twabs, and I think they said it was new a new name for the season. Okay. Hocus Focusing. It's very silly. It's very fun. Um, it's everything we love about this silly game. Yeah, I haven't really, like like I said, I haven't done much of this year's festival yet. We've still got this week and next week with it, right? Yeah. I, yeah, 14 days or just just under 14 days on the event counter yeah. on the main is, screen. Is there anything good with the, like, armor sets or the weapons this year? Like, I know the Titan armor set basically has like a bunch of spider legs coming out of the back um the only thing i've noticed is the weapons are like a fun neon pink this year they're hideous Mm. they're not their usual white orange and purple colorway they're like neon pink yellow and purple which i think is really interesting they're so hideous and i love them candy colors right they're so ugly Mm. i love them so much Mm. Yes, tasty candy. Um, also, I got a really excellent grenade launcher with wellspring on it, which has been feeding my unhinged void build. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I yeah, can... I also don't think they've changed much about the event. Like There might be some small tweaks I'm missing, but it seems basically the same. It's basically the same, yeah. yeah. There's nothing I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah, did they have the thing last year where it was like the selective difficulty mode? I can't remember. I haven't, I the, haven't noted. Oh, there's two different types of... Yeah, there's the separate hunts. playlist and one of them is like basically doing it on legend mode, which doesn't have matchmaking. And I don't think we had that last year, but it's one of the gilding mm. triumphs for the for the title. Yeah, so you've got the two different... Uh, options when you go into the event you mm. scroll north on the tower instead of just the one it's two yeah. different options so that's cool that's something else to do and i guess like if you're going to be gilding event titles you need some way to like make it a bit more of a challenge that isn't just do a fuckload of the thing yeah you still kind of have to but you know i want to want to get that sparrow too that sparrow looks haggard Here oh which one's it. that uh, I think it looks like some kind of weird bug. I think it's all bugs this year. Yeah. Um, but that means I've got to go to a lot of haunted lost sectors. Mm. I'm so down. Okay. Beers. You want to do that tonight? Be- beers, blech, uh, and booze. Yes. Yes. Bl- bl- Blechs of all kind. Maybe, maybe a cheeky arf arf. Um, <laughs> where was I going with this? You Hasty s- little everything is quiet now. Um, you said something about Vex Incursion like a couple of times this week. What the fuck is going on with Vex Incursion <laughs> right now? <laughs> I've been farming the shit out of Vex Incursion uh, public events so that I can get exotics that I don't already have. Oh, is it is it broken in some way or is it just a like no, repeatable way to that, get them? That random Vex strike... Vex Strike Incoming is what it's called, and it's a public event that happens in the Vex Incursion Zone. Yeah. It's randomized. Yeah. It's guaranteed to drop an exotic that you haven't dropped already every single time you do it. What, out of the whole pool? Yes. So, so it you prioritizes. Don't have to, so you don't have to do the Lost Sectors? 
So it's something they've Crazy. done to make it more accessible to get that. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Drop. Okay. Yeah. Because for a lot of people, legendary lost sectors just. I mean, it took me three days at one point to get my yeah uh, boots of you, the you assembler. Have, right. You have to kind of approach the game almost like you would grandmasters, and a lot of people just aren't and doing. A that. lot of people don't want to play that kind of top level of Destiny or have the time. Where these Vex incursion strikes depend Vex strike incoming. Sorry, depending on who you're rolling it with, you can get them done in five minutes, Are and they... it's a guaranteed drop. And I finally dropped a helmet from like season, like early D two that I have not been able to drop. Wow. Are they like Dawn Chorus? Are they? Oh, that's that's a good one. Um, yeah. Are they relatively easy to? Yeah. Find the events themselves. Is it like regular? They happen at random. But what's happened is I've joined. I joined a Discord server. Okay, so you're just fire teaming on people who are in one. Um, the Discord server notifies you when there's one incoming. Oh. And then on top of that, as soon as one gets notified, people start throwing join codes into the Discord. So is it like, like it happens at a random time, but it's global? Yeah. Oh. It's instance based. Right. Okay. So I didn't. I didn't know if it was like within each region they would be on different times it's instance based yeah um so i've made in the last two weeks i've been doing it like i pretty much jumped into it almost every evening i'll do two or three depending on how often they drop mm. um since we got back from pax right and now i have homies from i played with a guy from hong kong the other night wow um i've played with americans like because if it'll drop in and then you just use someone's join code and drop in on them. Yeah. Do it. And then bail. And then usually what'll happen is they'll jump in the voice chat in the discord server. Oh, sure. And like I, after doing four or five of them, I, I tested, I jumped in and was like, hello, like very anxiously. And someone else who was in there who was non-male was like a girl. I was like, yes. And she's like, they, she, they, was like fuck yeah <laughs> like they were so pumped it's like she finally um and then i've only had one instance of someone who was a bit shit and the other person in the fire team reported him to the server for being a bit shit and he's gone now hell yeah because he was just your usual chud uh, girl uh, bit you fat like right. the whole time and i'm like bro i'm just here to kill minotaur Whoa. shut up like reported him on destiny and then muted him the guy because it's a three stack yeah the other guy who was running it was like are you good and i was like yeah i've reported him to bungie and i've blocked him and he's like oh i pinged the mods about him good i was like oh thank you and then the bot was like bye yeah maybe i'll have to look into that because it's like i have not stayed up on the lost sectors and things like that so there's like probably three or four seasons worth of exotics, like the armor that I'm missing. Well, I've got, I had a void build that did not have old gods. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I found out about the Broodweaver arms or whatever it is, mm -hmm. where you can pick up your old god and reset it. Sure. I like get, your the, child. get, the, char like get the charge back. You you no you pick it up and it follows you around until you critical oh. hit another one and it goes back and you can do it for a right. little bit and then eventually it fades out. Right. Okay. With with the build I have, I had four or five old gods running at the same time. Jesus. Because they stack. Yeah. 
It's disgusting. So you can pick one up, drop another well. Oopie, now you have two. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's the dog barking. I'm just going to go and fucking deal with that. I can hear Sergey ripping up a paper bag. I'm going to let him do it yeah. if it keeps him quiet. Yeah. Okay. That was him okay. wanting his bowl filled. So he's eating, <laughs> which means we probably don't have long left. Because <laughs> <laughs> after that, he'll probably want to go outside, I assume. Um, where were we? We're talking about old gods. Yes. Old gods. Now I have a bunch of them. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I know that, like, in particular, I think it's this season, Titan's got arms that are really fucking good for solar builds, uh, and I need to have that. I must collect. Um, do Vex incursion with me. Yeah, okay, so we've got a busy night ahead of us. Um, <laughs> I'm in the like, server, so I can tell you when they're coming. Sick. Um, so, quick question. Is next season, season 23? Yes. Okay. Before we get into the notes that I actually put in here, I remember probably from a couple of seasons back when they were talking about making all sparrows as fast as always on time, that was targeting season 23. I'm very excited. Uh, I feel bad for y'all during Christmas again because I'm going to get the good old ring ting tingle bong bing bong bingle bong boom mobile out. Yes. Well, and and the thing for me, though, is, like, I don't always want to ride a thing that looks like always on time. I miss my micro mini. I miss dumb sparrows because they're not fast like that. Oh. I, th I think. Spider out and yeah. zip around. Well, I, I think from memory what they said they were doing is boosting the speed on all sparrows. But the thing that is different about always on time is it's got six boost charges as opposed to three uh, compared that every other Sparrow has. So, like, there's still a differentiating factor there, but, like, that almost never comes in handy. Yeah, unless you're doing the opening for DSC. Even then, like, the, the, num like the number of times you need to be hitting a new boost that often, like, that quickly together is pretty rare. More Like, more often, I think... I would say it gets used in uh, Grasp of Avarice in that Sparrow section. I find myself doing a lot of side boosting to just like quickly adjust my trajectory to like dodge stuff. And that will like, you know, take a chunk out of it. So having six of them, because you're holding a boost, you start a boost and you're holding that. So you're at five. And then I would probably go through four, five side boosts easy before I hit the end of it. Um, so stuff like that where you need that extra bit of maneuverability but it's one thing in the entire game <laughs> one section yeah. I don't think I need it but it's good it means that I can start picking sparrows that go with builds and like theme it with my armor um, or just be a menace on a real dumb sparrow like I want to yeah. I want to buy that your microphone fully just died. Whoa. How about now? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, which sparrow did you want to get? Still can't hear you. It's gone. <gasps> no, there it is. Hey. Are you just like bumping the gable? Yeah, okay. it's it's a Yeti. It's not good. Yeah. 
But yes, Fast Sparrows. Yeti doing Yeti things. I'm very excited for... I want the hearse and I'm going to zip around in that and just be an absolute yeah. fucking menace. My crab, my hearse, my spider. Is, the thing is, like, I've been always on time-pilled for so long that I don't even remember other sparrows that I have other than the micro mini. Because that was like the yeah, thing true. I used. Because it's funny. There was a period where we used to cruise around on the pleasure barges because that's just a funny sparrow and then also just a funny sequence of words. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to ride my pleasure barge. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. Also, but my old Destiny 2 name used to be Callus's Pleasure Barge. <laughs> it was for a bit there. Um, but notes uh, from a couple of spots this week about some some hot updates next season. Uh, Thorn, one, is getting a catalyst, uh, which says plus 20 range, plus 10 stability. Getting kills or picking up a remnant grants additional range handling and mobility. So that's gross. Um, As someone who has started floating around as a warlock, you know, the thing you're meant to be doing, but I did not do for a really long time. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me happy to like in air get more range and stability yeah um but also they're adding that picking up the remnant uh can overflow the magazine up to 40 rounds max (laughs) that gun cannot hold 40 bullets (laughs) yes it can (laughs) clearly yeah i haven't used thorn in a minute because like i don't play warlock often but also like i've used it on on titans and i'm trying to remember which build i would have had that in um, probably just like a, an ag clear build, but on void or something like that. But this this might bump Thorn back into the rotation a bit more. I just realized how unhinged the gross little goblin build is going to be with necrotics. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then strand on top of that. Uh huh. Gross little goblin mode. Yeah. Going to get out the green goblin build again. Yes. Yes. Um, and then these ones you've dropped in here. Um, I'm I guessing, they're interesting. I'm those were from the... Uh, the they're from sorry, yesterday's. The twid. This week. At Destiny. Twad. No, it's twid. This twad. Week, this week in Destiny, isn't it? Mm-mm. Anyway, the weekly update. Yeah. Um, season 23, you'll be able to get access to your vault from Orbit. That's very good. Uh, and and, and that, they... that, that I think is like almost the last bit of the loadouts puzzle, right? Pretty much, yeah. Um, and good. then eventually they said after that they're going to look into being able to access it anywhere in game. Yep. So no more panic opening. Oh, I'll probably still use dim. I'm loyal, but I think I'll probably no still keep panic. it open just so I can see how full my postmaster is, if nothing else. Yeah, you no more panic opening dim to like grab what you meant to grab. But the way they introed it immediately immediately made me think of you and I, where it was like, so you're getting ready for a raid and you're waiting for everyone else to get their builds together and level up and do what they need to do, put their mods in. And you're, you know, they said something about like banging some sick beats, distracted, maybe you're on your phone and then your fire team leader hits 
load in and you realize you haven't changed your loadout or you realize you haven't fixed your mods or you haven't grabbed the right gun or the right helmet. So you got to panic and decide, do I just load in and like deal with it? Or do I say, hey, can you cancel and be the bane of your entire fire team? And I was just oh, like, man. oh, my God, me Been all there. the time. Yeah. <laughs> me every single raid. <laughs> I was just like, I'm the reason Chili has to ask before he hits launch raid. Has everyone got what they needed? <laughs> That's not just you. I've done it. But I thought that little intro was like, and then them to be like, so if you're like panicking right now or recoiling, this is going to be for you. <laughs> I was like, it is for me. Yes. Um, another big one is they're dropping the cost of ghost mods. Like removing it entirely? No. So they're dropping them down. So right. one of the mods... One of the mods was six slots. It's now one slot. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a one cost. Wow. And they want that so that you can stack different mods. To boost the effect. So you can have your... What's the one where it finds everything? Like it finds... The the glimmer treasure. You know, it stacks. Uh, yeah, the, the like treasure hunter is like it'll find yeah. boxes and things like that, right? Yeah, so you can stack that with, like, another class oh, item mod yeah, and yeah. another class item mod so that you can... They want more customizability in the class items because at the moment, the class items are kind of... Despite the fact they're called a class item, they're a bit of a forgotten aspect of the build. Well, they also don't really do anything class-specific. Yeah, but it's like... It's just a home for finder mods. Yeah, pretty much. Or like Reaper or whatever, like, and they want to make that more flexible so that you can, you don't have to make such a big sacrifice to change your mods around. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sacrifice three mods to get one mod in. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them are being dropped pretty dramatically. Some of them are only having a one or two cost drop. Some of them are having a, a three cost drop. The biggest I saw was, I can't remember which one, but it's dropped from six cost to one cost. Wow. And they were, they were like, there's no reason for some of these mods to be as expensive as they are. Mm. No reason for it. I thought that was big. Yeah, I was nice. like, okay, cool. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, And they've given me another reason to talk to Rahul next mm. season. I'm not happy about yeah. it. The less I have to do with that man, the better. Uh, Rahul can now break down one enhancement prism into five enhancement cores. Okay. For a $2,500 glimmer cost, and you can only do it three times a week. So they're capping it because they know people would spam the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just interesting. Unfortunately, it gives me another reason to talk to him. I, <sighs> it is annoying because, like, a prism costs 10 cores. Why, why are you only getting five back? Why, why, we're losing something there. I mean, yeah, like you can drop prisms from activity, so you you could be getting five for free, well, for twenty five hundred glimmer. But like, I think about it more of like, well, what if you've just made a bunch of them and now they're taking up inventory space and you can't get more because you're full? Like, it's a little annoying that you don't just get yeah. you don't get the conversion equally. 
I feel like there's there's got to be a reason they decided to do it that way. There's obviously a demand for it, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't waste time implementing yeah. it. It's just what is the demand, what is the purpose, and why the uneven mm. ROI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably is something around like, you know, there are uh, multiple sources that will drop enhancement prisms. They don't want to like tank the economy in the game. Mm. Like, I don't know that they would actually be selling that much cash for Glimmer through the stores, but they have to be selling some. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this is one of the reasons why people would need more Glimmer. Hmm. Haven't had to worry about Glimmer in a long time, though. Same. I actually capped out on Glimmer again the other day because I don't spend it. Yeah. What do you spend it on? I don't know. Um, give me Bright Dust. Yeah. Like the Glimmer. Give me more Bright Dust. Yeah, that's the stuff they want you to pay for, though. Bright Dust, Glimmer. No, Silver. Sorry. That's yeah. Where, that's where all the good shit is. The cosmetics. I'm a vain little bitch. Gotta make your space wizard pretty. Don't impress my space wife. Yes. She's trapped up in the stratosphere, but she'll be back. She went out for smokes and... Oh, no, my wife. Well, the thing is my like, beautiful wife. She hasn't come back, but we can see her from the front window. It's weird. Kind of. Yeah. Yes. My beautiful wife. Uh, all right. The pets in this house are now uh, demanding my Rambunctious. attention. Rambunctious. And we, <laughs> luckily... Have gotten through all Sun of our downing has started. Yes, we've luckily gotten through all of our prepared uh, content for this week, so I'm going to get out of here. Um, so that's going to be it for this episode of Erico Blueberry. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Happy you birthday! Me back. Happy birthday for the patient. other day again. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> hey. Yes, thank you. Thank you for for returning and sticking with us. Um, we've got lives. Shit happens. Um, Hit the buttons, like us, tell your friends, uh, tell the algorithm more than anything, because then they, it, can do the work of telling people for you and for us, and that's, frankly, easier. Come say hi at events. Do that, although it's basically just packs. <laughs> do the reverse. Say hi to Chile and then don't come say hi to me. <laughs> no, because that's just the patriarchy at work, and we can't have yeah. that. <laughs> Grow up. Um, all right. <laughs> we'll, Do better. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll figure it out.